this episode of Views and News, we talk with Andy Lefevre, the Executive Director of the Arizona Criminal Justice Commission, and Heather Bonet, the Victim Services Program Manager at the Criminal Justice Commission. Andy and Heather will update us on the new funding allocated to the crime victim compensation and assistance programs and the impact of these new dollars on Arizona's crime victims. Andy and Heather, welcome. Thanks, Tony. Glad to be here. Hello. Heather, if we could start off with you. So you oversee two programs in your area, the Crime Victim Assistance Program and the Crime Victim Compensation Program. The quick difference here, correct me if I'm wrong, the Victim Compensation Program provides financial assistance to victims of crime or others who have experienced a financial loss as a direct result of a crime. And the Victim Assistance Program is a competitive grant established to help fund projects providing effective services to crime victims in Arizona. Did I get that right? Yes. So the Victim Compensation Program provides funding directly to victims of crime, and the Victim Assistance provides funding to those agencies that are providing services to victims. Okay. And and last year, you did a funding gap assessment on the Victim Compensation Program. You had a, a pretty typical scenario we find with government programs, uh, you have declining revenue from whatever the revenue source was, but you either have stable or an increased need for those services for those programs. So what did you find in that gap analysis? So we started this process probably about a year and a half ago, working with our statistical analysis center. And we were looking at those most common types of crime that victims receive funds for through the victim compensation program. And we compared that to arrest data associated with those same crimes. And with that, we were identifying the gap between what the compensation program was able to assist those victims with versus the crimes that were reported with an arrest in which we did not serve a victim. So we were looking at a three-year average for the victim compensation program. um, And in that, we found that an average amount provided to victims was around $2,900. And we served roughly 1,100 cases or victims within a year. So within a time frame in each year. So using those averages and that gap in the unserved crimes in which there was an arrest made, we we use that as finding the gap of roughly seven and a half million dollars between what we were currently serving and the gap in which there was an arrest made where there was a victim um, and definitely a need for those crimes. So we were looking at nine different crime types. So we serve over 20 crime types, but we were focusing on just nine. So with that, we were we identified that seven and a half million dollar gap. We're looking at roughly, you know, $10 million for benefits alone, and we're, we're able to serve roughly $3 million of that. So that's how we identified the seven and a half million dollar gap. And so the victim assistance grant program was not part of that gap analysis, but, but you did have a decline in the funds that were allocated to that program and, and corresponding number of grantees that you had under that program. So what was that the decline in funding on the victim assistance grant program side of the equation? Yeah, so prior to the decline in funding, we were granting out um, typically 750000 in grant funds to over 20 victim service agencies. When we experienced the decline in funding, um, the two years following that decline, we were only able to grant out 200000 in grants to victim assistance agencies. So we were initially starting with serving over 20, you know, 23 agencies, and then that went to approximately nine, that decline in funding, which corresponded to a, a direct result in a decline in victims that those agencies were able to serve. 
Um, we were able to increase that amount this current fiscal year to 500000 and serve 12 funding agencies, but that's still far from the requested amount this year, which was over $770,000. All right, Andy, we have this gap in funding between the money coming in and the demand on services, whether it's the compensation program or victim assistance. And in response to that decline in that gap, you and Molly Edwards, our legislative liaison, worked hard this past legislative session to secure some badly needed resources for victims of crime in in Arizona. So can you fill us in on the outcome of that effort? Sure. So this has been a a conversation that's been going on down at the legislature, um, initiated by ACJC and, and other criminal justice groups for a couple of years now, because that decline in funding is broader than just victim services, but obviously that's the, what we were most concerned with this year with on behalf of our the, the constituents that we serve. So, you know, this funding's been going down. They've they've jiggered with formulas over and over again and, and haven't really seen any any dramatic improvements or results. So part of the conversation this year was, you know, what can we do on behalf of our victims in order to try and bring those numbers to some kind of stability, to some kind of growth uh, back into the program so that we can help more victims than what we've been able to over the last number of years. So we uh, we introduced a bill that requested general fund dollars for the first time to into the program. Um, that bill made it partial, part of the way through the process through one house chamber. Ultimately, as part of the budget process and negotiations, it was changed to a $2 million ongoing general fund appropriation into the program year after year, which is great. That's new money that the state will provide every year. Then in addition to that, the state provided a one-time infusion of American Rescue Plan dollars of $10 million into the program that we'll have to spend over the next two years. So in essence, we've gone from a program size of what Heather's describing to an additional $2 million ongoing funding on a regular basis and then this one-time infusion of the rescue plan dollars. And that's important because it's an improved investment or an increasing investment by the state, which also allows us to access more federal VOCA compensation dollars on the back end of it. So, you know, our program size is not just what the state puts in. It's a 75% match on monies that we spend at the state level that the federal government gives us. So, you know, again, it's going to improve and increase the number of victims that we're able to serve. But it's also, I think, just the start of a conversation that we want to keep having at the legislature about the importance uh, that they place on funding victim services. So about a $12 million increase, Heather, to this program, that is significant, especially at, at, at one time. What's the basic plan you have in place to send that money out to the victims community in a responsible and effective way? Yeah, that is a definite increase in funding since we've been experiencing the significant revenue decline. So what we're going to do is work with our compensation programs in each of our counties to provide um, supplemental funding in this current fiscal year to support the increased need for those compensation benefits for victims and get that money um, you know, out to victims effectively and, and essentially you know, as quickly as we can. We'll also be able to support an increase in funding for our victim compensation program over the next couple of years so we can assist more victims who have experienced that financial loss. So We'll be able to assist more victims than we are currently capable um, with the funding that we had prior to this to this 
um, increase in funding. For the Victim Assistance Program, that funding will also allow us to increase um, and have a larger amount of funds available for future grant cycles for the program. Under that program, we provide funds to those victim service agencies through a competitive grant application cycle in which we solicit a grant application. Um, Agencies submit their grant application and then we go through a review process to make awards. So we'll be able to support a larger award and, and hopefully a larger number of agencies under that Victim Assistance Program as well. So, Andy, one of the sources that you mentioned is the American Rescue Plan funds, clearly a one-time source here. So where we can feel like we have a solution is really just a, a temporary solution, a needed temporary solution, but a temporary solution. So once those funds are expended, the sources end, the problem still requires a longer-term solution. So what are your thoughts on, on addressing that longer-term solution? Yeah, Arizona is not unique, Tony, in in our reliance on special revenue sources for these kinds of activities. And, you know, I think we're going to continue to see those decline down. So again, the the one-time infusion of money is going to give us an ability to bank some dollars that we might have had to spend previously and and create a a program size that's, that's, that's higher than what it was and give us some kind of a glide path into what the future might look like. Um, But ultimately, I think the, the, where the state needs to get to is taking a, out of the equation those special revenue sources and realizing and understanding the importance of supporting victims through a general fund appropriation every year. Again, I think we have some work to do through the programs and, and taking a look at those increased numbers of victims that we are able to serve with this dollars, doing another gap analysis, trying to see where where we are and, and what we could what we should have, and then going back to the legislature again and making the case on what we feel an appropriate level of funding should be for that program in order to serve victims. Ultimately, you know, we're going to have to do a better job of, of showing the legislature the results. You know, how do we identify, how do we have them talk to folks that have benefited from these programs so that they understand the difference that a victim compensation payment for a medical bill made in somebody's life when that was the last payment that could be made for it. You know, that program is the payer of last resort, which means they have exhausted any other type of funding to pay for those bills. And if this program doesn't step in, that victim is not going to be made whole. So that is super impactful. But, you know, that's a, a, something we're going to have to do a little better job of showing the legislature the impact of the program and having them understand why they should invest in it. Well, Andy, you, Heather and Molly, have really worked to make a difference in support of crime victims in Arizona. Certainly, there will be people that receive help from the programs that Heather manages that will never know all of your efforts, but we at the Criminal Justice Commission certainly recognize them. Well, you know, Tony, again, it's we don't do any of this because... Uh, other than for the the people that we serve. So as good public servants, that's the the best we can do is serve them better. And Heather, where can people go to find out more about the Victim Compensation Program and the Victim Assistance Program at the Criminal Justice Commission? Yeah, folks can actually visit our website, azcjc.gov, and go to the Victim Services page on that website, and they can find information for both our Victim Compensation and Victim Assistance Programs. Andy, Heather, any final thoughts on the need for crime victim services funding that we might expect this next legislative session? Uh, I I think it's a a continued conversation that we're going to have with our our legislators, 40 new folks coming in this year. So we've got a lot of educating and and introducing of the program 
back into the legislature that we we have to do periodically. And, you know, if folks listening, if you've been a recipient of any of these dollars and you'd love to get in touch with us and let us know the impact it's made for us, those are going to be the kind of stories that'll really help to shine a light on the, the good job that this program does. Yeah, I think our work will continue while this has been a great um, success for our program. We'll we'll continue um, in, in getting those funding and those dollars for our folks that, that absolutely need it. Andy Heather, thank you both for filling us in on the great work being done on behalf of Arizona's crime victims through the Arizona Criminal Justice Commission. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Views and News Podcast. This has been an Arizona Criminal Justice Commission production. For more information about the Arizona Criminal Justice Commission, visit www.azcjc.gov and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like this episode and are interested in hearing more, subscribe to Views and News on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.